0: The information provided herein is for training and educational purposes only and is not for solicitation. Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. Johnson Wealth and Income Management and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are not associated entities. Welcome to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program, brought to you by the Retirement Income Store and Matthew Johnson, owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management and author of The Capitalized Life, Are you living the life you want? Are you as prepared for retirement as you believe you should be? What are your goals for retirement and how are you going to reach them? In the next 30 minutes of today's program, let's explore the principles necessary to live the capitalized
1: life and the retirement of your dreams. And welcome to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management. Hope you're having a great day despite potentially being indoors and somewhat socially distancing yourself from all the public activities and the social gatherings. It's a very interesting world nowadays, isn't it? And the good news is it's not going to last forever. The good news is we're going to be out before we know it, and we're going to be enjoying springtime, and we know that that's going to happen. So let's discuss our show. Today's show is sponsored by the Retirement Income Store. And it is most definitely the place that retirees go if they want income. But you know, there's not so many individuals that have heard this show before and they don't know what the show is really all about. And now that they're kind of in the confines of their home, they have found this show and they're wondering, well, what is the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show? Well, the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show is the show that I produce every Saturday morning so that I can help encourage you to be proactive and to make decisions that are going to be in the best interest of your retirement. And in 23 years of being an advisor, the number one thing that I've seen that creates the greatest amount of success in retirement is having income. And arguably, the more income you've got, the uh, better, more successful you'll be in retirement, right? In order to accomplish and to do and to see and to experience all the things that you want to do and accomplish and see in retirement. And quite honestly, I've never seen any kind of an individual who looked at me and said, no, no, that's way too much income every month. You need to cut back on that income unless it was an individual that didn't like to pay taxes. And so in this case, you know, the natural mindset of most of the individuals that are attempting to retire, their mindset is that of growth. And I've talked about the formula for total return. The formula for total return is TR equals I plus G, income plus growth. And you see, when you're young and you haven't retired, you're pretty much in a position where you have all of the focus on the G, you put all of your focus on the growth, you dollar cost average, you put money into your 401k. You double down, you do the best you can, and you save, save, save. I have a number of clients that will ask me to spend a few moments with their children, maybe even their grandchildren, and I stress to my clients that I will be more than happy to do that, but my advice to those children and grandchildren is going to be much, much different than it will be to them. And the reason being is that they've got plenty of time frame in front of them. They've got plenty of time horizon, as the investment world would put it, and that means that they've got plenty of opportunity to be able to deposit 10 20% of their check every single month, and to put that into growth-type investments. And this way, they get to dollar-cost average. When the stock market tanks like it has recently, they're buying more and more shares for fewer and fewer dollars, and it helps to average out the overall share price that they've paid. And then the advice then changes because if they're within five years of retirement, then they come to me and I will show them how they take what they've accumulated and saved and turn it into income that will be steady and consistent for them so that they can do all those fun things that they want to do. But in light of all of the terrific downturn that we've seen within the stock market, where the stock market has lost over 30% in just six weeks, it has really brought to light so many different stories and so many different excuses, I guess I can put it, from people who have become my clients over the last month and a half. And, you know, they had previously been invested in stocks and they had been invested in stock mutual funds. And as the market continued to climb, they kept going in and talking to their advisor, having telephone conversations or face to face meetings. And they kept telling their stockbroker, they kept telling their financial advisor that they were getting less and less comfortable. And yet those stockbrokers and those mutual fund salesmen kept convincing them, no, you don't want to take your money out of the market. It's not the timing of the market. It's the time in the market. Well, why would you want to bail now? You're making so much money. And yet now, who's the one that is having to pay that price? So many different individuals have lost so much wealth. They've lost over two years of time. They've lost over two years of growth. And they've watched as that money has literally disappeared before their very eyes. The value of the shares that they own have lost a third, and the prospect of them losing even more is there. It's a strong one. As corporations come out with their numbers and they start showing the decline of revenue and the decline of profit, it's going to have an impact on the market. And despite what the feds have done, which has been unprecedented. In dropping interest rates to zero, printing money like a drunken sailor, and coming out with a $2.2 trillion stimulus program, it's likely to potentially get colder before it gets warmer. And we have to face that reality. For some of you, your broker has told you, don't worry, it will come back. And the question that begs asking with that response is, well, how long? Because if we look at the turn of the century from 2000 to 2003, the S&P lost 50%, percent five zero. 0 And after three years of loss, it then took four years to recover back. Now, you think about that. That's seven years. I remember that time. I was a financial advisor during that time, and there was individuals that came into my office in 2007, and they said, well, my 401k is back to where it was, so I don't feel so bad now. But the answer is really? Is it? Because during that period of time, we had inflation, about 3% inflation per year. And when you think about it, that's 21% inflation over seven years. And if we look at your money coming back to you, well, if you were waiting for it to come back because you lost it, that means that you potentially had inflation working against it. So even though your balance was back to square one, you lost to the inflation and now your money that you wanted to see that number come back. Even though that number has come back, it means that you have less buying power today. So if you're thinking, yeah, that makes sense, or you have questions about our discussion today, I'd like you to reach out to me at 866 290 My team will put together some educational materials that I know will be of value And we'll email them to you or we'll throw them in the mail to you if you prefer. If you have questions, we will answer them. So take the first step, reach out at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. Now there's no question in my mind that we may see a state of deflation occur as a result of the coronavirus. There's no question in my mind, we may see a state of deflation because of all the labor force or most of the labor force being taken from the market and because of business owners and corporations and businesses not able to sell. So they're going to drop prices in order to pick up momentum when things start to come back to normal. But this excuse of it will come back needs to be followed up with the question, how long? Because you see, The longer it takes for it to come back, the more you potentially lose to inflation and the more of your time you're giving up. I've had people who have become clients and they were already retired and they were already taking distributions from their retirement savings. And they called their advisor because they knew that they were reverse dollar cost averaging. They knew that the broker was selling and liquidating shares every single month to get them the amount of money that they needed to supplement their retirement because honestly social security we can juice it up we can maximize it we can get more from it if we're smart and we use the right strategies and the right times to apply for it but the reality is is that most people cannot simply live on social security alone and so these individuals were already drawing from their retirement savings and they called their broker because they knew that their shares were declining in value they were decreasing they were becoming worthless and as a result The advisor was having to liquidate and sell more and more and more shares. And on top of that, between his fees, between the value of the shares becoming less, and the fact that the client was having to take and sell shares, it had this compounding, exacerbating consequence that was taking place. And so the advisor looked at his client and said, well, can't you just tighten the belt a little bit? With that, the client responded to his broker, Does that mean that you want me to live on less? You see, that is something that we should not have to do if we truly have good financial advice. We should have already prepared for that. The advisor is called the advisor for a reason. The advisor's responsibility is to advise. When you drive your car, it's 20 miles to your horizon, but as the advisor, The advisor is flying in a plane at 30,000 feet. The distance to his horizon is 200 miles. He can see a lot further than you can. And his responsibility is not to convince you to stay in something that you don't feel comfortable with. His responsibility is to advise you properly, making certain that you have a good diversification of investments. Some things that may be in the market, some things, many things, in fact that are uncorrelated to the market, things that are outside of the market, things that are more conservative, more income-producing. This idea of diversification and having 10 different mutual funds and calling that diversification isn't diversification, especially if they're all stocks. I don't care if it's a large-cap stock. I don't care if it's a mid-cap stock. I don't care if it's a small-cap stock. It's still stock. And as Warren Buffett is famous for saying, When the tide goes out, that's when you get to find out who's been swimming without swimming trunks. You see, we don't want that scenario. We didn't want that scenario in 2008. And yet, so many people went through that and they thought they learned their lesson and they said, I'm never going to repeat that ever again. And yet, brokers and financial advisors have convinced their clients to stay in. And then to convince them not only to stay in, maybe even to double down which makes them even more exposed because it's pushing them further out onto the risk curve. And now that you need money and the share prices are going down, the advisor looks at his client and says, can't you just tighten the belt? And what's the worst I've heard? The worst I've heard is the advisor that looks at his client and says, I'm sorry. So let me ask, how well can you spend I'm sorry in retirement? And the answer is rhetorical, of course. You can't spend I'm sorry. So, is there alternatives to this? Well, I believe that there is. And if you'll sit tight for just one moment, we're going to take a small break and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about hindsight 2020 and some of the things that we can learn to do within a time of uncertainty like this. If you would like to give me a call, I'd be happy to take a few minutes out of my day to communicate with you. Give me a call. Telephone number is 866 290 3837. Again, that number is 866-290-3837. Stick around. You won't want to miss it.
2: Do you understand the difference between investing for growth and investing for income? That's okay. Most folks don't. Investing for growth is your typical Wall Street portfolio full of various stocks and mutual funds. The problem is, in order to physically obtain any real money that you can use for your day to day expenses, you have to sell them, which means you don't own them anymore. So now you either have far less to generate that growth, or worse yet, you don't have anything left to create more growth for next month's expenses. On the other side of the coin, when you invest for income, your hard earned retirement dollars are invested in products that may provide cash, put directly into your bank account month after month to help provide for your retirement. For your free, no-obligation, growth versus income information kit. Call
0: 866-290-3837.
2: To learn how to transform your high-risk, big-fee Wall Street growth portfolio into an income-generating retirement plan.
0: Call 866-290-3837. That's 866 866- 290 290 or visit johnsonwim.com that's johnsonwim.com would you take your grandchildren out for ice cream and try to pay for it using your stock certificates mm. no that would be ridiculous instead you would use your income so why then do so many retirees make one of the biggest financial mistakes diving into their savings instead of relying on income during retirement. The good news? It's completely avoidable. To learn more about the Retirement Income Store, call your local retirement income specialist, Matthew Johnson of Johnson Wealth and Income Management at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. Investing in the stock market these days is like riding a roller coaster. One minute you're moving up slow and steady just the way you like it, and then all of a sudden your investment portfolio is in a free fall, up 800 points, down 800 points. It can be very scary. A lot of people no longer gamble with their retirement in the stock market. If you are tired of the ride and want to look at safer options or would like to learn a better way to grow your money during these times, call 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837 or visit johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com.
1: And welcome back to The Capitalized Life. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management. And today's show, The Capitalized Life and Retirement Show, we're talking about the three excuses that I've heard coming from financial advisors and brokers today to their clients. In light of everything that they've gone through, in light of all the stress, the uncertainty, the anxiety, the fear, the panic, Advisors are looking at their clients, brokers are looking at their clients, and of course this is a generalization, not all brokers or advisors are heartless individuals, that's not at all the point that I'm trying to make, but so many of them are trying to defend the stock market, and they're trying to defend it because quite honestly, that is their world, that's the world in which they have chosen to work, and if you've chosen to work with a stockbroker, well, stockbrokers are called stockbrokers for a reason, they sell stocks. But they've looked at the clients, they've looked at the fact that they've lost so much within their accounts, and they're saying three things. Three things that I've recently heard come from individuals who have become my client. Number one, it will come back. And the question needs to be asked, how long will that take? Because that's asking you to put your retirement on hold. The things that you want to do and see and experience. Number two, those that have already been retired but yet they've been convinced to continue to keep their money in the stocks and the stock mutual funds and the stock market and they've been told well can't you just tighten the belt a little bit because they know that they're taking and supplementing their meager social security income with the money that they've saved for retirement and they're watching as it's declining and they're watching as the institution or the advisor or the stockbroker selling shares in order to get that income and they see that between the fees and the devaluing of the shares that those brokers are cannibalizing their principal. And then the worst that I've heard, the absolute worst, is the broker that looked at his client and said, well, I'm sorry. And the problem with that is that sorry doesn't pay the bills. Sorry doesn't make it all right. Sorry takes very, very little of the sting out of everything that's happened. So in hindsight, we need to go back and look at the lessons. The first is this, that if your advisor was truly advising you, if your advisor was truly watching out for you, your advisor would most definitely have cash that they've been hoarding and accumulating and convincing you to keep on the sidelines, though it probably wasn't making a lot, so that instead of being a victim of a downturn, you could become a capitalist. And what I mean by that is, so many times employees of 401ks, They're just an employee, they just have a 401k, but they have no advisor that's actually advising them. And within 401ks, it's common that I see absolutely no cash. Well, if you don't have any cash, how can you be a capitalist? How can you take advantage of downturns? And so many of my clients that are still working, I encourage them to have a large percentage of their money sitting in cash so that it's during moments like this that they can buy more shares, lump sum and buy them and lock them in at a low-cost basis. Number two, so many of us have basically been flirting with the highs of the stock market, and we've been telling ourselves, maybe you've been telling yourself, this time it will be different. This time you're not going to become a victim like maybe you were in 2008, even though you know that you've got more money on the line today than you ever had, and you are closer to retirement than you've ever been. And the reason that I see this time and time again is because individuals are in a position where they don't want to be left behind. They do not want to go in a direction opposite of what their friends or their coworkers or their peers are doing. It's the herd mentality. And it's also that herd mentality that has cost you recently. It's that herd mentality that has potentially jeopardized your retirement. Because when the stock market's going down and everyone begins to panic and they begin to sell, they sell indiscriminately and they sell and they sell some more and, well, Joe's selling over here. He must know something that I don't. If Joe's getting out, maybe I should get out too. You've got big firms, institutional firms that are pulling money out of the market and the market drops even further. And then we see that or we see insider selling and we say to ourselves. Well, maybe they know something I don't. Maybe I should sell too. So you see in hindsight how your mind does not give you 2020 vision. That's the reason that we have a pandemic going through our country and everybody's selling out of toilet paper. Why? Why? Food, I can understand. Hand sanitizer, I can understand. Face masks, I can understand. But toilet paper? It's crazy. And yet, That's because when the mind is under stress, the mind is under anxiety, the mind is panicking. Illogical decisions are being made. Even emotion can affect the financial advisor's mindset. If he has 30 phone calls in a day of panicked financial clients, does that not have an impact on him? So you see, the idea here is to understand that those excuses, those excuses come with consequences. They don't help in any way. Hindsight does help because it helps us remember where we've been and what it could be like in the future. And as a result, we can learn lessons from that history. If you have questions about today's discussion, I'm going to encourage you to reach out to me. Call our office at 866-290-3837. If you have questions, we will do our best to answer them for you. Take the first step. Reach out at 866-290-3837. Again, that's 866-290-3837. So what are some of the things that we can have? What are some of the three alternatives? And maybe I might even throw in a fourth one that we can use as an alternative investment to common stock and stock mutual funds and use it to bring some degree of certainty into our life so that we know that we don't have 100% of our money exposed to the volatility, to the swings of emotion within the common stock market. I've talked about them before, but maybe today you actually hear it and it makes sense. It resonates with you and you embrace it and say, that is completely and totally what I've been looking for. It's the idea of fixed income. And within the world of investing, we have really two different kinds of markets. We have the common stock market, and then we have the fixed income market. And the fixed income market does not necessarily follow the common stock market. Sometimes it does, but for the most part, it's fairly uncorrelated. And the reality is, is that the bond market, the fixed income market, does trade every single day. But you see, there's an entire universe of things that we could look at from the fixed income market. Things like bonds and preferreds, and exchange-traded debt notes, these are all things that have what's called PAR. And PAR provides a unique protection to its investor because it basically says that this bond is going to start its life at a particular dollar amount, and when it ends its life, when it matures, it's going to end its life at a particular dollar amount. And those two dollar amounts are identical. It starts its life at 1000 it ends its life at 1000 Even preferred stocks, which are not common stock. They are preferred stocks. It's a particular category of stock. Those stocks not only rank higher in safety from common stock and bankruptcy court, but they also have a bond-like characteristic. They also have par. And what that means is that every share has typically a par value of $25. And so when they start their life, they start out at $25. And during the course of that preferred stock's life, it will trade. And be traded, and therefore it's going to potentially go up in value, or down in value, or stay the same. But it's going to do something that the bond will do. It will provide a steady stream of income. Now I know what some of you may be thinking. Well, I have common stock, and it's providing me some really good dividends right now. It is, if you bought it today. But if you have a higher cost basis in it, which is what you likely do have, it means that you're not making five or six percent dividends. That means that you're still making the 1% to 3% dividend, let's say. And during periods of recession, though, it's not always this way. Please keep in mind that when you have recession periods and those corporations are not selling as much, they're not moving as much product, they're not making as much profit, if they've got to cut corners somewhere, guess what they can definitely cut? Guess what they can reduce? And that would be the dividend that's paid on common stock. So when you own bonds and you own preferreds, And you own exchange-traded debt notes, which are like little miniature bonds. These things provide a steady stream of interest or dividend income because they're stated, they're fixed. And unless the company goes into default, unless they go bankrupt, which we're going to see bankruptcies this year. I have no qualms about that, but I don't believe that it's going to be the big corporations because they have a lot of cash on hand. Typically, they have a lot of surplus. They can continue business even during down times. It's the small business owner, the one that doesn't have much margin. It's the small person who owns the restaurant, the small person that owns the beauty salon, the small person that owns the bar. And so if we want to be able to create certainty within uncertain times, why don't we look at things that have certainty built into them? And that's the certainty of fixed income. If we want something for our money that is completely and totally uncorrelated with the market, if we want our money in something that is completely insured, something that's backed that we know that our money will be there regardless of what happens to the market. Now we're getting into the realm of insured investments. And even these are looking extremely attractive to individuals that have taken such a beating on the stock market, and that's called the world of fixed annuities. I know most of the stock world doesn't like annuities. And of course they don't like them because they're not making any money off from them. But there is a time and a place for many things. And annuities are one of the shining bright spots in today's unreasonable world of uncertainty. And that's the fact that they protect your money. They create steady streams of interest income. Some of them even pay you 5 and 6% income, depending upon your age, every year for the rest of your life, so that it's a pension-like income. And here's the interesting part about all this. Most all of these things, whether you're looking at the bonds or the preferreds or the exchange-traded debt notes or Even the annuities, they're steadier and they're less expensive. And today, when everyone's looking at all the bad news, my clients are actually excited because fixed income is on sale. And ladies, when you go to buy your shoes, tell me, do you like to pay full retail or do you like to buy your shoes on sale? You see, fixed income is on sale right now. And that means that you can buy more with your money. Your money goes further and the yields are higher and you get paid more income. So potentially in what you've witnessed and maybe what you've experienced over the course of the last six, seven weeks, if it's now really resonating with you that you need to be working with an advisor who is truly advising you and being the voice of reason, may I encourage you to take action on that motivation. Reach out to me at 866-290-3837. My team will put together some materials for you that I know will be of value and we'll email them to you or we'll toss them in the mail if you prefer. If you have questions, I will do my very best to spend a few moments to answer those questions for you. So take the first step, reach out to us at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. For all of you that are in the healthcare industry, I wish to say thank you so much for your continued work your selfless sacrifice that you put out every single day to take care of all of us in our communities. And with that, remember, it's up to you to make today a great day.
0: Thanks for listening to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson, brought to you by the Retirement Income Store. To schedule 15 minutes with Matthew, call 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837 or visit johnsonwim.com That's johnsonwim.com